0: lacking any of saratov's sophistication engels is a seedy forgotten site dominated by railway loading docks and the rusting detritus of light industry at its civic center squats engels square a bleak parade ground encircled by housing projects a shabby strip mall dotted with sports bars casinos and dvd stores and a roundabout clogged with ladas sputniks and the odd ford here in all its enervating grime is the post-communist russia of hypercapitalism and bootleg americana and amid this free-market dystopia stands a statue of friedrich engels himself fifteen foot high atop a marble plinth and with a well-tended municipal flower-bed at his feet he looks resplendent in his trench coat clutching a curling copy of the communist manifesto Across the former U.S.S.R. and Eastern Bloc, the statues of Marx, together with those of Lenin, Stalin and Beria, have come down. Decapitated and mutilated, their remains are gathered together in monument graveyards for the ironic edification of Cold War cultural tourists. Inexplicably, Engels has been given leave to remain, still holding sway over his eponymous town. As a quick conversation with local residents and early evening promenaders in Engels Square reveals, his presence here is the product neither of affection nor of admiration. Certainly there is little hostility towards the co-founder of communism, but rather a nonchalant indifference and weary apathy, like the myriad plinths laden with 19th century generals and long forgotten social reformers that litter the squares of Western European capitals, Engels has become an unknown and unremarkable part of the civic wallpaper. In his birthplace, in the Rhineland town of Wuppertal, now a commuter suburb for the nearby finance and fashion city of Dusseldorf, a similar disinterest is evident. There is a Friedrich-Engels-Strasse and a Friedrich-Engels-Allee, but little sense of a town overly eager to commemorate its most celebrated son. The site of Engels's Geburtshaus, destroyed by a Royal Air Force bombing raid in 1943, remains barren and all that marks the place of his arrival into the world is a dirty granite monument modestly noting his role as the co-founder of scientific socialism covered in holly and ivy it is edged into the shadowy corner of a run-down park overlooked by aging portable toilets and a vandalized phone booth In modern Russia and Germany, let alone in Spain, England, or America, Engels has slipped the bonds of history. Where once his name was on the lips of millions, as Marx's fellow combatant, as the author of Socialism, Utopian, and Scientific, the Bible of Global Communism, as the theoretician of Dialectical Materialism, as the name regularly grafted onto city streets and squares by revolutionary insurgents and left-wing councils, as the man whose visionary bearded features appeared on the currency and in text-books and alongside marx lenin and stalin stared down from vast flags and soviet realist billboards onto may-day parades It is now barely registered in either East or West. In 1972, an official G. D. R. biography could claim that nowadays there is hardly a corner of this earth of ours where Engels's name has not been heard of, where the significance of his work is unknown. Today he is so innocuous his statue isn't even pulled down. The same cannot be said of his colleague Karl Marx. Two decades on from the fall of the Berlin Wall and Francis Fukuyama's hubristic declaration of the end of history, Marx's reputation is enjoying a remarkable renaissance. In recent years, he's been transformed from the ogre responsible for the killing fields of Cambodia and labor camps of Siberia to modern capitalism's most perceptible.